going for boost over well i think going for boost if you're a boost merchant like someone like aj or someone you go for boost <laughs> hundred percent of the time yes always every second of every game balls going in your net don't worry about it go get the boost and make sure you've got the full 100 to celebrate with the other team <laughs> never, never, never. Yeah, never. Always, always go for Yes. Number one rule of rock league. Welcome to the Boost Over Ball podcast, where three aggressively average Rocket League players talk about everything RLCS with your hosts, Ace, Code Red Jack, Kyle Cube, and AJ Binky. So, if you've ever wondered when the best time to go for Boost Over Ball is, you've come to the right place. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Over Ball podcast. To listeners new and old, new and old, hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm Kyle K Cube, and today I'm here with uh, Ace Code Red Jack. How's it going? It's going pretty good, man. I'm happy to be here uh, again. It's been a little bit. Off season's uh, giving me a lot more time for hobbies, I guess. <laughs> Hey, we we gotta we gotta grind back up to to make some more money so we can go to all the next RLCS events anyway. So that is that is fair. That's fair. It's giving us a lot more time for us to be ready to make it to all the events next season. That's for sure. Exactly. Well, today we'll be talking a, a very briefly about Bandits on Wheels Showdown Number Two. Um, some roster moves, a discussion on trading. You know, a little bit more in depth after I talked about it by myself last week. But we'll touch base. We'll touch base on that a little bit more. Um, a new hitbox in Rocket League, and some exciting news from us here, over, here at the Boost Over Ball podcast. Um, but without further ado, um, I figure we can jump right into the Bandits on Wheels showdown number two. Um, hey Bro comes up just short of repeating his champions, falling to Shopify Rebellion in Game 7. Um, some notable rosters from this tournament. Uh, Garrett G, Eret, Eris, and Mist on NRG. So... You know, maybe Mist is going to play with NRG. Maybe it's just Justin doesn't feel like playing in this tournament, so they're changing it up. And Shopify uh, with two-piece Parth and Chicago. So uh, Shopify able to take down NRG twice, once in upper brackets and once in the lower finals. And they're able to beat Haybro in Game 7 after Haybro uh, knocked Shopify into the lower bracket. So congratulations to Shopify, but another great showing from Haybro as they continue to um, make some noise in the bubble scene. But uh, with that, Ace, why don't you hit us with some of these roster moves coming up? Oh, absolutely. So for roster moves, we got uh, Ghost Gaming. They have re-entered Rocket League. They picked up Andy Cheese and Coastal. I, that's how Coastal? I would say it. Coastal. All right. Uh, Complexly, they're set to bring in Dorito as a region transfer. Uh, SSG is set to part ways with Arsenal. Uh, and we should talk more about that. And yeah, those are the roster moves since the last time we talked about them. And, so yeah, I want to start with this Arsenal move. What do you think? It's interesting to me. Um, you know, they performed very well in you know last split, a lot better than people thought with the addition of Hoxer. Um, LJ popped off. I thought Arsenal played a, a big role in that team's success. It's interesting to me the timing of this move, right? Like, you know, they had all all offseason thus far to to make moves, and they decided now is the time to part ways with Arsenal. 
it just kind of seems, you know, maybe some of the, the bigger names are kind of off the table or, you know, I'm not really sure what uh, what the motivation is here. But what do you think? You know, I I agree with the timing being very interesting because I think that they should have done this way sooner. Uh, I've said for a while that I that I just get the gut feeling that Arsenal is probably the thing holding the team back, even though the team has seen some success and things like that. I just generally get, I don't know, I have no, you know, just my gut feeling that that uh, Arsenal appears to be somewhat of a difficult player to play on a team with, uh, just from some of the stuff we've seen with uh, with previous players. Um, granted, I could be a playoff base because you know I'm just a flat, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, uh, SSG has definitely been, you know, they're they're the first team I really attached to when I started watching RLCS with any kind of regularity, and I really want to see them be successful. And I think this might end up being a good move for them. It's just I don't know if they part ways who they're going to pick up instead. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. And like we talked about it a little bit in the Bandits on Wheels showcase, right? Like Mist and playing with NRG in Chicago, playing with Shopify. Um, it was originally rumored that Dignitas was set up set to pick up Chicago and Mist and was going to be looking for a third. And I had seen, you know, a couple not from Shift, but uh, some some rumors that potentially Arsenal could fill in on that roster with Mist and Chicago. But you know, seeing Chicago perform pretty well with Shopify and Mist um, with NRG, you know, maybe that's not the case. So. Um, it's looking like the mud, the waters have been muddied a little bit. It's looking like we know even less than we think we do. And um, it is very apparent that we still have a lot of offseason left to go. Yeah. How long? How much longer do we have in this offseason? At least two more full months. My lord, that is a lot of months. So, I, I mean, they, they said an announcement was coming probably in January at the end of last season. So... You know, it's possible there could be one a little bit sooner, or it's possible it could be towards the end of January. Who really knows? So, you know, I'm thinking that it's at least going to be, you know, till the end of December till we really hear anything. So I am intrigued to see what other kind of stuff happens. I mean, I know we, like, it was reported that M80 was set to pick up uh, Jorias and AJ, uh, with Jorias region transferring over to NA following uh, apparently Jack. So, NA should be a wild time uh, the rest of the off season and you know next next season because there's just so many moving parts. There's still not really many teams that are fully locked down other than like V1. Um, but other than that, you know, I think everything is going to change. So I'm excited to see what happens. I am intrigued by the rosters that played in Bandits on Wheels. Um, if that means anything, if it doesn't, but certainly uh, the highlight so far of this like round of roster rumors has been uh, Arsenal leaving SSG or SSG dropping Arsenal or, you know, whatever it, it may be. Yeah. Whatever the end of whatever caused the separation is prime tea for anyone who wants to spill some tea. We could become the, the tea show here. Yeah. We could have a tea. We could have a tea party. I'm down for a tea party. Oh, yeah, we just need to find the right people to spill it. <laughs> yeah, hey, if you know things and you want some place to tell those things, we could be your we sure. could be your people. We we could be yeah. your place. RLCS is a uh, uh, sole best amateur Rocket League podcast run by Platts, named Kyle and Ace, the only one. <laughs> yeah, well, 
with that, let's uh, let's address the elephant in the room. Um, we can continue talking about it a little bit more. Uh, we'll continue to stop. Uh, we'll continue to beat this dead horse uh, until there's something else to talk about. But um, removing trading, it was announced that on December fifth of this year, uh, Epic Games and Psionics will be removing trading from Rocket League. What are kind of your first thoughts on on that? Uh, so full disclosure, I don't think I've engaged in a single trade since I started playing this game. Uh, it's just not really something that's important to me. So for me, it's kind of just a meh. All right. It changed nothing about my enjoyment of the game. Um, but I can also see why there's as much pushback as there is because there is an entire economy that I'm aware, you know, I'm at least aware enough to know that there's an entire economy built around, uh, trading trading you know boosts and rare drops and things like that you know just like any other game that has these kinds of things trading is a big part of the community and um the the like player economy so while it doesn't affect me at all i do find it very interesting um what are your thoughts i mean i I touched i touched on it a little bit last week but you know now that we i have someone else on the show it's not just me talking i feel like i could talk a little bit more um because who wants to listen to me talk for thirty minutes straight? Me. Uh, well, I guess that makes one of one one of one. But I mean, it, it's interesting, right? So I, I personally had the the original thought that there's only a limited number of item, like a, a limited number of tradable items in Rocket League, like currently, right? It, it, you know, however many it is, hundred hundreds of thousands, you know, tens of thousands, whatever. But the new items that you buy in the item store, the new items that you get from item drops, from, um, you know, the rare drops or, like, any of the loot crates that you can get are not tradable. So naturally, over time, as people, like, put the game down, forget passwords, decide that they don't feel like playing anymore, um, you know, trade their items to a friend, you know, what have you, those items will begin to die over time. So, like, naturally, trading will be, like... Will dec- would have declined on its own just based on player base and the number of items that there are being finite. So, like, we'll talk about some of the rumors on why they've removed trading, but, you know, if none of those are true, then to me it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to alienate yourselves even further from your community uh, by removing one of the pillars. Like, I know, you, like, you think about, like, you know, John Sandman was the first Rocket League YouTuber to hit a million subs. Um him and Athena used to do crate battles, you know, those were very, very popular, used to do crate battles with a lot of other people, that's something that is not going to happen anymore, right, unless he saves up all of his, like, pumpkins and Easter eggs and stuff like that to do a big opening at some point, but, you know, he's not going to be able to, to do that anymore, so crate battles aren't really a thing, you know, a lot of the content that a lot of content creators now rely on is going to be gone, and, you know, people have already been complaining about the game being stale and, you know, it finding it hard for creators to continue to make good content from the game. And now you're removing one of the things that a lot of creators use to get fun content in the game. So, I mean, from a monetary standpoint, I understand why they're doing it. But from, you know, a happiness with your game, a growth of your game um, and, you know, the happiness of the player base, I don't I don't really understand it. Well, let's theorycraft a little bit. What I mean... I think that we were talking a little bit before we started recording today um, about theory you had as far as one reason it would make sense for them to do it. Do you want to talk a bit about that? 
Yeah, so this is unsubstantiated. It's been tweeted out by, uh, I believe, LeafX uh, talked about it. Um, but the introduction of Fortnite Racing will be happening soon. And also alongside that, Rocket League Racing, something that we maybe predicted from the last Rocket Pass, uh, you know, with the intro of them driving on the cliff, some kind of looking like it was out of a Need for Speed video game. But um, between Fort- Fortnite Racing and Rocket League Racing, your items would be cross-platform and cross-game compatible. So you'd be able to jump from one game to the other to use your items to accumulate more, like in Fortnite, to use in Rocket League or vice versa. And having items that are cross-game portable and cross-platform portable is would be an absolute nightmare for trading to be like added on top of that. So, like, if that is the case, then that makes sense. It's just a, it would be a coding nightmare to try and figure out, you know, untangle that mess, so to speak. So, like, if that is the case, I, I understand more than I otherwise would. Well, yeah, because I mean, just consider, you know, you get a doodad in Fortnite race, you trade it over to your friend who, who, you know, gives you some sort of Rocket League racing thing, and now both your Fortnite accounts and both your Rocket League accounts need to actually stay in sync on exactly what you have so from that perspective if all of that comes to fruition i could definitely see that being a main main driver for this change um honestly i think i think this in a lot of ways is another example of what we've seen with many other game companies where it's it's really just bad communication right i think that if they had talked about this beforehand rather than i guess this was announced like it's kind of like slipped in the side and somebody found it was like oh by the way they're removing it i mean granted it does you know i brought league up right now and i just see there's a banner that's just non-stop going in my free play so like it's not like they're hiding it at all right but i do feel like it did come out of the blue um it wasn't really hinted at and it was just kind of out of nowhere hey trading's gonna go away and that never feels good um so i would hope that they come out with a more dis- more more information why right cuz i don't think anybody in the community said you know what we really want is trading to go away yeah i mean i think that that i think you just summed up the biggest issue with um epic and psionics with rocket league right now right it's commu- it's communication um you know we haven't heard anything about any rlcs events for next season there's been no announcements about any any kind of like direction for the game and then you know their first like real announcement comes not on the main rocket league account but on a separate account as- associated with psionics that they're removing trading and then the very next tweet is hey the nfl fan pack is back in the shop go support your favorite team and buy this buy this pack and there's still no communication right there's a change.org petition trying to bring trading back um it's got you know quite a few thousands of signatures of people trying to you know show the passion that there is for trading in rocket league but you know if if the fortnite racing and the the cross game items is is happening then i don't think trading is coming back but you know i think really the biggest issue the community has with rocket league right now is communication you know is ue5 coming if you're working on it we'd love to hear an update you know because I think even if they said, "Hey, I think it's still like you know two years away," like it's really proving to be more difficult than 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 we'd hope. Then there's something for people to look forward to, right? There's things for, that people can you know, hey, they're actually working on it and they've told us. 
or, you know, hey, we're, we really wanted to do another Rocket League season sooner, but we thought, like, just for the sustainability of the eSport, that it would be better to align it with the year, right? So this next year will be Rocket League 24, like RLCS 24, RLCS 25, so players can actually have a, a, a real off-season and, you know, transfer windows will be at, like, a, a, a normal date. Maybe the, the majors will actually be in the right season, right? Like, we had the winter major in March, the, the spring major was in July. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, like, things were a little bit off. So, you know, if there was communication, I think people would be a lot more understanding and a lot more, like, willing to, to have change happen. Yeah. I mean, communication goes a really long way. Uh, I don't really have anything more to add about this, but I do have a weird question for you. Okay. What is the worst change they could make? Worst single change they could make to Rocket League? In your opinion, interesting. Um, Realistic, like it, not like not like they're going to take away boost. <laughs> you no, know, no. Well, then we wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't have anything to go over ball for. We'd still be over ball. We could still be over ball. We could be blank over ball. <laughs> Underscore over ball. <laughs> Other games over ball. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. We would be. We we'd just stop being a Rocket League podcast at that point. <laughs> Quit Quidditch over ball. Yes. Oh, we already know we're going. We're doing a, you know, was it uh, Bludger over Wafflers? <laughs> yeah. But um, I mean, maybe the the removing a level cap for queuing ranked, I think would be would would destroy the game. I I have two answers to this. One, which I I think is somewhat re- not realistic, and that is that they decided to do something to uh, change, to, to try and affect the smurfing issue, right? And in order to do that, which may be, you know, benefit of the doubt, that reason why they haven't is they would then reset everybody's rank back to zero, and you'd have to grind back up. But it would... I, I think that would be an awful change. But... If they if they did that change, like if they did, they're like, you know what, we're gonna reset everybody back to zero and it'll even out over the next year, obviously. But this is this is to make sure we don't have a smurfing problem anymore, I would be one hundred percent for it. <laughs> be one hundred percent for it. Um But yeah, otherwise what other change? What I mean change? on like on the same like wavelength as that, a change that I think should be implemented to help out with the smurfing is like right now you can't solo queue ranked on an alt account or any account unless you've reached level i want to say it's 10 or i think maybe 20 whatever you can't queue ranked unless you've reached a certain level on the account and that goes away if you get into a party so like if i had a brand new account and you invited me to your party and queued for a rank twos match we could get in right away don't need to do anything oh, yeah. other than play the tutorial to get in. Yeah, We're... I've definitely seen seen people create a new account and they're in playing with their friends within ten minutes. That's the barrier of entry compared to other games like I think League of Legends. You have to be like level thirty, which takes you know a significant amount of time. Um, what's another one? Smite. When I you know Smite, they have they have not oh. much smurfing problem because you need to have I think twenty five gods or something. To a certain level 
Yeah, I have oh, hundreds oh. of hours. It's my I can't even play ranked. <laughs> oh, Overwatch is the same way. You got to be level like thirty, I think, to to do it. Otherwise, you can only play casual until that point. I mean, if Rocket League implements that, I think that a lot of the smurfing problem goes away. Because if you want to play with your friends, just go play casual. That's what casual's for. Exactly. That's why it's called casual. So, but I I think that maybe they, maybe they should rename casual and just call it Smurf City. I mean, it seems like it's what it needs to be. Yeah. So, but yeah, though that's kind of that was my my thinking, right? So if you if you increase the level to like level you know twenty or whatever to play ranked, and you can only play casual until until you get to that point, then that stops a lot of smurfing, quite frankly. It, I I still feel like that's too low of a barrier. <laughs> I would want the barrier to be higher, but yes, there needs to be at least some barrier, which there is not. I mean, hey, good place to start, right? If it's still an issue, then you raise it. Like, I feel like that's not that difficult to do. Oh, for sure. Well, and this, this again, brings us back to, I think, the crux of our, our thing, which is there's no communication. So we all just assume that they are they completely are okay with smurfing because I don't think there's been communication otherwise. They definitely haven't shown that they have any problem with smurfing. And, like, I think that if there was one thing that was killing this game more than anything else, it's the fact that, the only way to really be competitive and ranked at this moment win is trade. to rank a better friend. <laughs> yep. Win, win trading is a real epidemic. So I think this solves a lot of those issues. But, you know, as long as there uh, exists a competitive game, there will always be win trading or smurfing of some kind. Uh, it's just the nature of the game because money exists. So that's fair. But with that, um, we'll jump over to our, our uh, second to last topic. Um, Ace, you want to hit us away with this new hitbox? Uh, yeah, so it was announced that the F1 car has had their hitbox updated. Now they have a unique hitbox, which might be the first new hitbox we've had. I don't know how long, but it's been some time. I think we've had just the, what, seven hitboxes? Yep. So now we got eight. Well, it technically moved down. Like, they, they re-standardized everything, so it's like octane which is a box there's plank which was like dominus and like batmobile and stuff like that and actually i think batmobile has its own um hybrid and now f1 car well you said you told me that you've been playing with it what do you think of the new hitbox i mean i, I kind of like it i think that it suits the car i think before like if you tried to hit the ball or if like you you your nose went into the ground like half of the the nose cone from the Formula One car went through the ground or went through the ball. It made it really difficult to try and judge what your hits were and how you were going to like affect the ball in the air. And so I think that having a unique hitbox for the F1 car really allows players to better understand how it's going to function in-game, and it makes it kind of a fun car. I think having unique unique hitboxes is cool. I think that it adds something to the game. Right, so like I can get some crazy flicks with the with the F one car because it's a plank, right? It's like sim- similar to how the Batmobile was when when it first was added into the game. You know, people considered it like the pay to win mobile. Like I feel like my kickoffs are unbeatable in the F one car. It's just like so long I can I feel like I can win fifties better. So it's certainly exciting to see a new hitbox added to the game. It gives uh, a little bit of content and some more depth to the game. So I, I only see it as a positive. Here, here. I'm all. I'm here for any kind of actual new content. Not like a. I'm tired. I'm a little tired of rehash stuff. You know, 
just remixed old maps, things like that. I, you know, I think I'm just talking the same as everybody else at this point. But yeah, I'm excited for the new hitbox. I'm gonna have to try it out. I don't know if you know if I have the F1 car. Now I think about it. Yeah, well, something to look into. It's something to uh, to try if you if you have it. I'm sure it'll be back Actually, in the store eventually if you don't. That brings that brings me to a, a little bit of an observation, which is if they are gonna add new hitboxes, I don't think it's a good idea to add them to cars you have to buy. Because that's you know, pay to, to win. some extent that's pay to win, right? If the hitbox is 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 better than existing hitboxes. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's any different than, like, the Batmobile currently, or it's that much different than the flank car. I mean, there's certainly, like, disadvantages to it, right? So, like, the Dominus hitbox, it's longer than the Dominus hitbox, but it's also shorter, right? So you have to be, like, really efficient with how you use the, the flank hitbox. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the different hitboxes. I think it adds, you know, like I said, more depth to the game, uh, some different strategies going on there. But you do have to know how to use it, just like with uh, with a normal hitbox. So, but I I do see what what you're getting at there. I mean, yeah, that's I mean that's why they call it the pay to win mobile because like it's not accessible to everybody, and it can you know I don't know, I'm not good enough to understand why hitboxes matter. I mean I understand I should say I'm not good enough that the hitbox is what's holding me back. <laughs> hey, me neither. <laughs> Uh, but with that, we'll jump into our last topic of the of the day, and that's our, our exciting news. Uh, we now have a merch store. Um, we tweeted a link to it. It's also in our Discord. It's also on our website. Um, go check out the merch store through Shopify to cop some fire merch. Um, we'll have more designs, more items, more unique products uh, adding that are going to be added to the store very soon. But until then, feel free to pick up. We have a short sleeve T-shirt. A hooded sweatshirt and a crew neck sweatshirt are, that are available. I've already placed an order for mine, and uh, we've already had a couple orders, so hopefully we get those soon, and I'll be able to to post some fun pictures in those and really, really show off the merch. So um, thank you guys for sticking with us and for allowing this to be something that uh, wasn't just like a one-off, right? So I didn't have to just order myself one sweatshirt. Like This is something that we can offer to you guys, so thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you. Buy our merch. <laughs> Buy our merch so we can get a cool Airbnb for ROCS. Exactly. But with that, we'd like to thank you guys so, so much for listening. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, join our Discord, rate us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. As it really helps us out, really helps us grow, really helps us spreading, spread the word that Boost is always superior to Ball. Um, remember to check out our YouTube, our Twitch, our TikTok, and now our merch store, all of these links and more can be found on our website at boostoverball.com. So from us here on the show, as always, remember to choose Boost Over Ball. Thank you for listening to the Boost Over Ball podcast. Make sure to check out our website, www.boostoverball.com, and rate us wherever you listen to podcasts.